Aloha, all you money makers. This is Indar Lang, and I'm your Hawaii money guy. And I'm super excited to introduce my great friend, Derek. I'm super excited to have him on the show and just talk business about flipping, wholesaling. He's got a huge business out in Dallas, in Texas, not in Dallas, all over Texas, right? What part of Texas are you? Uh, we're in Houston specifically. Houston, Houston. Nice. So we're super excited. Let's dive on into it, guys. We're going to get at it. Let's do it, guys. Just before we get started, I'd love it if you guys could subscribe below. And that way we can reach more people and just help people make their money work for them in any different way we can. Thank you, guys. And let's get started in today's content. So thank you, Derek, for having you on, uh, having you on our show today. Super excited. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, who you are and so forth for all the people who are not following out there because you've got a huge Instagram following. For you. So tell us about yeah. who you are. And so forth. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Derek, uh, aka Flipping a House on all social medias. And uh, yeah, I'm an investor here in the Houston market specifically. Uh, you know, we do do deals occasionally in Dallas and San Antonio, but our main focus is Houston. And uh, yeah, we our main business model is flipping. Uh, you know, we flip anywhere from 10 to 15 houses at a time. And then uh, we also wholesale like one to three deals a month. And then I'm also working on a few new development uh, projects. And then, you know, we do Airbnb also. So I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, but I would say my superpower or skill is just finding like deeply discounted off market properties. And then uh, once we get those, we just kind of figure out how we want to exit those uh, for the biggest profit with the least amount of work. That's a little bit about what we do. Um, me specifically, um, I come from a small town. Uh, I ended up moving to Houston when I was like 19. And uh, I had this idea of going to college, becoming a petroleum engineer, and then eventually getting into real estate. And uh, I ended up going to a seminar and <clears throat> basically found out about wholesaling and was intrigued i hated college so i was like let me try this for a couple years and you know that was seven years ago eight years ago now which is crazy to think about um but yeah i just kind of dove head first into wholesaling and it's just kind of evolved into everything that it is today so you grew up in texas born and raised since a kid uh no in east tennessee actually in a small town of like yeah. ten thousand people there was uh oh, i remember you telling me that yeah 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 exactly. not not really a lot to do there uh for me per se i would say you know a lot of people that i graduated with they either like work at walmart or a factory and you know live yeah. a very simple life which is is great it's just for me i wanted to make a lot of money and I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that in my small town. Uh, yeah. So uh, when I came to Houston, it just everything just kind of clicked. And I was like, I need to move here. And, you know, my dad lived here at the time. So it just uh, all the pieces kind of fell into place. So you have a huge Instagram flipping a house falling. What, what was that like building that and trying to flip, you know, flip homes and so forth? Because you were I remember early on, you were documenting everything, even just still do walk into your house and doing a day in life. You've been doing that for years. What was it? Is it a lot of work to try and do both or what is it like to, cause a lot of people try to do both, of course. Yeah. So um, I, I think, so I always tell people with the social media aspect of it, that it's actually easier for us in the business just because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, this in our day to day, like the craziest things happen. Um, so for me, I just, I really just started documenting it. Um, I mean, it's definitely a, another side of the business. But what it's evolved into and all the work that I've poured into it, it's really become its own like lead generation. And um, to the point where now we, we only really pay for one marketing form. Uh, the rest is all social media. And that's really how we get a majority of our deals. Um, on top of that, I've met lenders. 
I mean, all my friends, I mean, my whole life really, as crazy as it sounds, uh, revolves around social media. Um, and anybody that's in my life, including yourself, you know, has come from social media. So I, I kind of use it as a tool. I mean, I don't know. No, that's not true. I met you at the event and then I, I met you at the event first, actually. Yeah, I know, but, but, but I say that because the only reason I was, I was invited to the event though, was because of social media, oh, yeah. you know? Um, so it's just, you know, it's, I, I, we're always on social media. I've just decided to use it as a tool. And along the way, I really just have, you know, shared my journey. I don't really try to <clears throat> sell too much. I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm just showing people like, hey, I was this kid, you know, waiting tables in high or in college, just hating life. And I wanted something better. And this is what I did. And I've just kind of taken people along, you know, through that journey of what it looks like of making a lot of mistakes and, you know, figuring it out. So as I mentioned earlier, me and Derek met at a private mastermind where it was it was an invite only of very high level successful people and super excited to even be able to attend that event. I, I'm sure a lot of people would just be you know, killing to go to that event. It wasn't cheap, you know, it cost a lot of money plus flights and time away from business and family. Um, but uh, the bond and the relationship we built, actually me and Derek and a few others, we got very close uh, <laughs> doing some crazy stuff. But um, we were at this event just just a combination of being around successful people, entrepreneurs, like-minded people, real estate people. I think all of that just helped let our guards down and just gave a quick relatability of, of a close friendship compared to, you know, years and years of developing a friendship with somebody just in that short uh, week or so that we were together. I think combination of all of that just built this really tight trust relationship type of friends. I, I call Derek a good friend now, uh, even though we, you know, we've only hung out a few times, but I think uh, we're just in that same, all of us at the event, all in the same, that same mindset in life. And, uh, you know, we know, we know each other's struggles. We know each other's, I just know, like when some project's hurting or whatever, I just know, you know, the same feeling. I just felt it, you know. And Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I, th I think we all found a lot of things to relate on. Like you said, it's, um, when you get to this point in life, um, not, not that we're better or anything, I would just say we've all, we, all the people in that group chose a different way to live their life. Uh, and we all did that simultaneously through real estate. And I think when you do that, and like you said, you go through the challenges, the struggles of losing friends, families, money, uh, mm -hmm. making a lot of money, losing a lot of money, uh, you know, we all had uh, a, a very common bond. And it takes a certain type of person to be able to do those things and still, you know, survive, especially in real estate. So I think it was very easy for us all to, you know, let our guards down and, you know, see where the other person was coming from. And, you know, that's why these, you know, these masterminds are so important or even just not even masterminds, just conferences uh, in general, where you're around yeah. people that want, you know, more out of life or they may have bigger aspirations. Our commonness just happened to be real estate at that event. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah i highly recommend you guys to even go to just you know different conver uh, conferences like the limitless and bigger pockets and all the different ones there's a better life one coming up uh the maui mastermind we have coming up so just being there and being around other like-minded people just is a game changer to see you know what you're working on struggles and anything i, I mean just some of the, i remember some good books Derek gave me just in a car ride i what right away downloaded those books um we we're in a jeep tour but um what, the jeep tour <laughs> so
So what was, uh, you've been doing this now for a while. What was a big turning point you recognized early on that, you know, I, I could relate where you don't just dive on in right away. You're kind of, you know, trying to juggle life and, and everything. What was a big turning point you remember when you knew this was the way and to grow and to do this all dive on in? Yeah. So I don't think it was just one moment in particular. I think I've had uh, a bunch of small moments that have mm -hmm. kind of happened. Um, but a couple that really stick out is, you know, after I went to that seminar, uh, you know, I didn't take action. You know, I was so fired up and I studied everything. But, you know, eight months went by and I was still in college and I never took action. But I was like fired up and talking about real estate and listening to Bigger Pockets every day. And uh, eventually my girl, you know, she was just like, hey, uh, you know, I know you want to do real estate, but we're, we're not really taking action. So I either need you to take action or shut up about real estate, you know, one or the other. I don't really care which one. Just pick one. Um, you know, that was a big moment because I needed that swift kick to take action. And the next day I did. And, you know, I ended up getting a seller appointment like a few weeks later. And, you know, I didn't end up getting the deal, but it showed me that it was possible. And then I really decided that I was going to commit to this business and continue marketing. And, you know, six months later, I still didn't have a deal. And I was like breaking down, crying. And once again, my girl was like, hey, look, we've already put this much into it you know, let's keep going. And a week later on my 24th birthday, I ended up getting my first wholesale deal. Um, and then I would say fast forward after that, you know, cause those two years after getting a deal and then, you know, I probably did 10 to 15 deals those first two years. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was a struggle of making money, losing money. But my next big turning point was probably like meeting my business partner and really collaborating with him, but also like finding a person that's, you know, along this journey has good morals, and, you know, we kept doing deals together. And once we solidified our partnership, it was just like we really started building uh, our future, I will say. And then also businesses, not just like we're just out here doing a couple of deals, like where we consistently close deals and start buying rentals. And to the point now where, like I said, we're buying flips, like it seems weekly at this point. Um, yeah. But I think it's just a bunch of small moments that really like domino effect into this like long term thing. Do you have a, I didn't know you have a business partner. You have a business partner on all your deals or some? Uh, no, all of them. Yeah. Okay. Every, everything we do. Um, we've been together for know. like five years now. Yeah. Um, he's, he's very, just like a, he's, a hermit crab really. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's not on your social very much. I don't see him much on your stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll tag him occasionally. And I mean, he has a following as well. Um, he's just not out there as much as I am, but you know, we're yeah. both, we're both heavy introverts. So it's, it's, it's hard for him and it's, it's, it's hard for me, but I see the benefits, right? So I have to, I have to get outside of my comfort zone and, and yeah. you know, get out there and shake hands and kiss babies and all that good stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. I'm an introvert too. I don't like to, to uh, it, it's got to force yourself to do it sometimes, but it, it's good. I mean, your, your following is great. You got a huge following and uh, what, what, what do you think has been working the best? I'm curious in your social media, you know, posts and feed and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely changed over the years from, you know, I mean, just the platforms have changed, uh, you know, now we're in this like short form content. So, I mean, like lately reels and TikToks and, you know, it's still the same thing as like sharing my journey. It's just, you know, clipping, clipping those moments and, you know, finding those things that are really going to stick out and, uh, you know, that people find commonness in uh, that they can relate to. Um, you know, like going to a house and there's squatters there or just being in a house and there's a wild animal, you know, it's just, but clipping those, those moments and creating short form content. So, 
Um, but I think the most important thing is like, I'm probably one of the most consistent people. Like that's my friends. I have a lot of friends here in Houston that have started doing content and they see how hard it is. But one thing that they always say is like, I always see you. Right. And it's because I'm so consistent with it. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think you have to be, you have to stay in front of people because you're trying to break through the noise. Right. And, uh, there's so much noise out there, whether that's the Kardashians or your friends getting married or whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's hard to stay in front of people. And I just, I try to do that by posting consistently, uh, whether that's yeah. Instagram, TikTok, or like we talked about YouTube, it's just, you know, YouTube is a whole, <clears throat> it's a whole different person, right? It, it takes somebody different that's going to sit down and watch your content or hear you speak for, you know, 10 plus minutes. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's still, it's still a, a need and necessity, you know, if you're going to grow your brand. Because uh, those are the people that are going to really stick with you. If somebody's willing to sit down and watch a long form video of you, um, they're definitely interested in the content and, you know, what you're putting out. And it's a lot of work and just in general, just to do it all at the social media in general. And uh, it bogs me down sometimes. But um, so where are you at today? You're doing what did your portfolio look like today? So how many flips you got going just about and uh, how many rentals and Airbnbs you got going? Yeah, so. Um, like rentals, I think I have five personally. Um, nice. and Airbnbs, then, you know, all of them? All Airbnbs? No, those are all like oh. traditional rentals. When it comes okay. to the Airbnbs, uh, we have, I think, 10 or 11 right now. And then nice. we're, build, we're building a couple more. Um, and nice. those are all in different phases. Like five of them are active. The other ones are getting worked on or starting getting worked on or finishing. Yeah. Um, and then flips, like I said, I think right now we have, 13 that we own now a lot of those are for sale there's only like four that are actively getting worked on or yep, finished up yep. um and then you know we're buying two more this week i just bought another one last week and i just went under contract today on one so i mean we're always buying and selling um but you know a lot of those i'm a lazy flipper so a lot of those are carpet paint you know light fixtures and those are the best did. ones those are the best ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i also you know I, I have like three hoarder houses right now too so yeah. i mean there's definitely some heavier ones but it you know it keeps my contractor busy but um and then with the new builds they're just kind of in the background just waiting on city approval and then we can you know start construction but um yeah i'm kind of all over the place but our my the main thing i focus on day to day just because it's so active is really like the flips and uh, social media because that's where I find a majority of my deals or you know they're brought to me is through social media. What are you loving now? Are you more in love with keeping than doing the Airbnbs? I feel are those more appealing to you now? More? Uh, I mean, uh, no, I mean for me when when I think of like traditional rentals, I will always buy them. It's just like a long term play. It really doesn't move the needle that much today. But when you look at the overall picture, it's it's making a difference. Uh, the Airbnbs are cool too, but um, I've kind of just given that off to my business partner just because I have so much going on. Mm. Um, but but my favorite thing, honestly, is probably making content or putting deals together. Like when I get a deal or somebody sends me a lead, you know, seeing if I can get it at the right price and, you know, seeing if I can get a clear title on closing it and, you know, how can I create a win-win and, you know, can I sell it quick or is it going to take, you know, a little bit longer? I just like putting the pieces of the puzzle together. That's honestly probably my favorite part. Mm. Yeah, the art of the deal. I, I love it. That's 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 always the addicting part. Not the right. rest of it, but just getting the deal and structuring yeah. it to make it win. I it's the funnest part. <laughs> I know what you Absolutely. Mean. Absolutely. Yeah. 
but the, the Airbnbs and all that stuff is nice to get that uh, cash flow. You know, it keeps uh, keeps the light on lights on sometimes too. So that's nice. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely comes with more problems too, though, right? People in and out of your house every day. Uh, yeah. Stuff is always breaking. So I mean, it's every everything comes with its own challenges, even though it all looks sexy online. Yeah, yeah. People don't see the behind the scenes. I, I actually just came from an Airbnb myself, went to Target, and I was getting all some last minute stuff that got missed and uh, carrying it all up. And I'm sweating and people don't see some of the struggles of <laughs> what it takes to get some of these stuff to the finish line. Always at the very beginning of any project you do and the very end is, as I find where most of the work is needed. You know, yeah, from my, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that sexy part of it is not uh, so sexy sometimes. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, so you recommend, of course, uh, spending a lot of time on social media to help grow and help uh, find it. That's amazing. You find investors and deals from it all. I actually don't get too much from uh, either one, but we've been trying to push more as well. So I would say it's worth it, worth it if the majority of everything's coming from there. Um, but... Um, I was, that was going to be one of my questions, actually. So what what does the future look like? Just keep on doing that. What do you have uh, What do you have in, in mind? Yeah, so I mean, definitely, I, want, I mean, I want to keep growing the social media uh, just because uh, I, I think the leverage with social media is a lot greater than, it, than real estate is. I, I think real estate is a safe bet. But when I look at like, how can I make millions of dollars over the next couple of years yeah it, some will be in real estate but i think a majority will be through social media uh, yeah. whether that's monetizing my brand or just growing the things that i already have uh, whether that's deal flow um definitely getting into bigger deals i mean we've already been putting in offers on apartments and some self-storage mm -hmm. uh that's definitely the that's goal cool. that's, uh, cool. that's good yeah, what, yeah what's stopping you? you you should be doing some little multifamily deals over there you should they, they, they are, there's a ton of sexy ones over there. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already have a couple of the smaller ones. Like we have a couple of duplexes and a quad mm -hmm. and, you know, little things, but I definitely want to get something, you know, bigger, maybe like a 50 to, you know, 200 unit or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, just doing those deals, I'll still be doing single family. Cause I just, I, I get so many deals sent to me that it's mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't I just be leaving money on the table? But um. I think as we go forward, just really focusing on the content, my brand and bigger deals. Um, you know, like I said, the flipping, it, it pays the bills, it keeps the lights on. Um, but I, if I'm going to be this stressed out, I at least want to be making, you know, a million or two a deal, not just, you yeah. know, 30, 40,000. So, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, those are the things, just bigger picture items. I, I, I use everything as a stepping stone and that's what flipping and wholesaling has been for me uh, to really build that capital and set myself up for the future. Um, but I definitely, definitely want to start doing bigger deals. Uh, there's no reason why I shouldn't be. So that's just kind of where our focus is headed. And I, I think we'll get one by the end of the year for sure. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Mm -hmm. So you, you do all your social media yourself. I mean, you have a VA that helps edit, but you post and everything, you record everything. Yeah, for the most part, uh, I just hired a videographer that's uh, on retainer. So we're going to do it, start doing a couple videos a week. Um, yeah. And then I have a VA that edits and he'll probably, the, the videographer I hired will probably start taking over some editing and the VA will probably handle like the reels and the TikToks. But um, for the most part, yeah, I'm very hands-on. Mm -hmm. um, 
I just, it's just something I really like doing. I just, I don't like the editing, but I don't mind shooting. I don't mind speaking. Yeah. Um, Are you, you know, just shooting, you're shooting from your iPhone mostly and then uploading it to your editor? Uh, it depends. Uh, if, yeah. if it's like day to day, like day in the life stuff. Yeah. I yeah. always just use my iPhone, but if I'm going to sit down and shoot a YouTube video, uh, I have a, I have a couple cameras that I'll set up or, you know, if I'm out, my videographer, he has a camera, he'll just shoot. Yeah, of course. I'll yeah. send that to the VA to get edited, but um, yeah, definitely going to be shooting more content, better quality content. Um, but you know, the raw does really good too. Like people can see like, Hey, it's just me. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have a big, you know, publicist and team and everything, you know, it's just, it's just me putting it out. Um, but I, I would eventually like to have more of a team around it maybe even a content space. Um, as I do want to make more content, not just, you know, solely around real estate, whether that's, you know, relationships or uh, money and just, you know, getting better all around in life. Um, you know, I think real estate is just kind of like my, my ticket in the door, really. Mm -hmm. Well, we have this cool question from one of our uh, one follower out there, this guy, Bobby. So Bobby, thank you, Bobby, for your question. Um, his question is, when closing a deal, how can new investors get over their fear of being so nervous mm. so new investor remember when you're new and you're buying your first deal it's very scary especially on your first one how would you get over your your fear of for the new guy out there um so i always say repetition is the mother of skill right i think that's a jim mm. Rohn quote but i think just by doing it um so whether that's you know you're at the closing table as long as you've ran your numbers enough times and you've looked at enough deals yeah. Um, no matter how scary it is. I mean, that's all you can depend on because, you know, women lie, men lie, numbers do not. So it's, you know, if, if, if your numbers are good and you've done your research and you've looked at enough properties, you yeah. know, there's, there's nothing that you should fear. That's why I tell everybody, uh, if you're newer, especially, you know, you should be running numbers on at least five properties a day, which really isn't that hard to do if you just hop in some investment Facebook groups or, you know, you're on one of these big wholesale lists and you know maybe they use investor lift or you know whatever the case may be as long as you're looking at properties and building that strength muscle um you'll feel more and more confident but I, you know you're never going to get to a point where you know you have 100 percent confidence on every deal because every deal is I, different right like you I, just have to I, go i'm through. still fear i'm still scared <laughs> on some deals I, do. I, I don't think the fear is ever going to leave you it's just the trust in the numbers yeah yeah and and there's deals you know i have a deal that uh, like i said the deal i was supposed to close today it's a really really good deal it's worth like 250 we're getting it for like 145 um nice. and my lender did have a little bit of pushback but even though the numbers are, are great still as you know it still makes me nervous right it's her money you know yeah. <laughs> like there's never going to be a point where i don't feel like like it's you know hindsight is 2020 right so it's like you're not yeah. going to know everything you did right and wrong. And so after you do it, you just have to go through the process. So I say just pull the trigger and, you know, build that strength muscle. And once it's over, you know, as long as you don't lose money or even if you do and you can survive, do another one and you'll get better and then do another one and then do another one. And, you know, that muscle will build. Yeah, that first deal is, it's like popping your cherry. It's like, it just, once you do that first one, your your mind's blown and uh, you're just awakened to the, this whole thing. And, you know, the coolest thing I think about real estate is, just like you said earlier, just by putting in offers and just getting out there, just because you get an offer accepted doesn't mean you have to do the deal, you know. So, you know, just write offers, get out there and do repetition of of start playing, you know, getting up to bat and start taking some swings. 
you'll eventually get a home run. So you're not going to get any home runs until you start swinging. So get out there and start putting in offers, talking to agents and just get a feel from the whole industry. You know, as it was definitely for me, as I think you kind of alluded to earlier was, was just uh, talking about real estate and meeting agents and getting like involved in this new foreign language, you know, real estate's like its own language sometimes and uh, getting comfortable talking to agents, putting in offers, understanding the uh, closing and working with a lender and all this kind of stuff that I think me and you take for granted nowadays, but it was, it was, it was a whole new world, you know, getting this, getting the ball rolling, of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a process and it seems so long ago. I mean, like I said, it's been almost eight years ago, but like you said, just getting in and learning and learning the lingo, like ARVs, mm -hmm. and, you know, LTVs mm -hmm. and just these things that, like you said, we talk about every day. Most people, you know, they may not understand, but if you just listen to 20 bigger pockets episodes or, you know, a, po <laughs> a podcast like this, you'll be, you'll quit, you'll be quick to start learning the lingo yeah. and, and feel more comfortable. Right. Cause I think that's, that's just what it is. You don't, you don't feel comfortable with something new. Um, you know, you just, you just have to get in and you have to do it. Like that's, that's yeah. it. Just, just, just do it really. Just do it. Yeah. I can't remember that. I can't really remember how it all started too. And it's just, uh, there's no way to start other than to just take action. And that's probably the hardest part of it all is to take action, but it's, it's little steps, of course, but I know you have a new class coming up. So let's talk about that. You have a new amazing, uh, educational program coming out, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for, I mean, probably since six, for the last six, five or six years, uh, we've done a lot of free education, obviously from my course or uh, from my social media is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and we've done a lot of local free events, whether that's two to three a year. And one of the things that I always get is people want more, um, whether that's more time, more knowledge, um, you know, just more experience, right? Because that's the best way to learn. And I know even for me, when I did the weekend course, you know, they were charging an outrageous amount and I still was happy to do it because I saw the value in real estate. Um, but, th you know, through that, through doing the free classes, seeing how much people charge for watered down crap is the nicest way to put it. Um, you know, I feel like it's my duty, my obligation to be able to provide, um, you know, basically classes or a course for people, uh, you know, and I really want to create an environment and, you know, a group where everybody is go-givers. I see what Pace has done with Sub2 and a couple of my other friends with their coaching. And I, I just, I really enjoy that. I see the community that they've created. So yeah, we've, uh, you know, we've put together a course that's it's gonna cover, you know, wholesaling, flipping and how to buy rentals. That those are the, the three things that we really focus on. Um, and yeah, it'll be, it'll basically be like a, a real estate academy where you can learn those three subjects in particular. And then we'll have, uh, weekly coaching classes as well, where we go over either a subject in the course or if somebody has, you know, something that they're dealing with on a deal, we could just focus on that problem, but it also be a teaching mechanism for the rest of the group. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're kind of figuring it out right now. We, like I told you before, we just got through filming everything. We got everything edited. I just have to review all of that stuff. And then, you know, we got to work on setting up, you know, website funnels and a couple other things, but it's going to be a, you know, a very inexpensive way to learn real estate compared to what most people offer. And on top of that, the value that you're going to receive is, I mean, it's going to be second to none. Um, 
you know, we spent a few days just filming alone and it's taken about a month just to get everything edited to the way that we want. So mm -hmm. I know, I, you know, we were going to drop it before the end of last year, but it just, you know, it hasn't been ready. And for me, if I put out a product, I want it, you know, I want, and, yeah. and we're still going to get feedback on it, but I want it to be, you know, almost What's perfect. the three, the three courses you're going to cover, your three topics you're going to cover? You told yeah, me you're so, uh, yeah. wholesaling in particular, because I, I feel like if you can learn wholesaling, you can literally do anything in this business. It's probably one of the hardest, but also most crucial parts of real estate. So wholesaling, mm -hmm. um, and then fix and flipping. So how to acquire a property, whether that's off market, on market, whatever it may be, find the hard money, find the contractors. It's going to break down everything, how to make money, how to make sure you don't lose money. Uh, and then the last one is going to be buying rentals, specifically using the Burr method. But I mean, we'll talk about other ways that you can, you know what I mean, acquire rentals as well. It won't just be the Burr method. That's just, that's what the main thing that we do. And I think most people should as it's the, you know, the fastest way to, you know, leverage and start building wealth. E even right now when rates are crazy, I know a lot of people are saying that the Burr method is dead and all this, but if you can, if you can get free equity in a home, I mean, that's, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars for free. Why wouldn't you? Um, so yeah, it's it's just gonna break down those three main categories and just talk about how to get into real estate all the way to growing. You know, your wealth with real estate, whether that's through yeah. single family or multifamily. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's it's nice to have a course out there just for followers and all the people who are asking so much questions. You know, and have a a safe space for them to come with a community. It's amazing and. Uh, I'm excited to hear how it goes and when you launch it and so forth. Um, but great. So last part, where can all the audience find you on your social media and all the other platforms are you on? What are you, what platforms are you on? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, my main thing is Instagram and TikTok, uh, but we're also on YouTube uh, and then I'm on Facebook too. But um, yeah, it's just at flipping a house, just literally how it sounds, how it sounds, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-A and then house, H-O-U-S-E. Um, but yeah, I drop daily content. I'm trying to do weekly YouTube videos. I'm trying to get up to two weekly YouTube videos. There's, like I said, bringing on the videographer is going to help me a lot. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're I'm I'm everywhere really. It's I'm not hard to you find. You post you post daily too. So they get... yeah yeah on Instagram. I mean, it's throughout literally throughout my day and random thoughts that come to my head. Yeah. And yeah, nice. situations as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm there. Nice. Well, thank you guys so much for having us. Uh, follow our our social as well, Indar Hawaii, on all the different platforms. And uh, take a paddle on over and just message something on the comments. And uh, don't be scared to ask questions, guys. I think that's the biggest advice I would give anyone out there because we all started from not knowing nothing. And the only way to learn is to keep on asking questions and to go after and take some action. So follow us, uh, Indar Hawaii, and Flipping the House. Uh, thank you so much for having uh, you being on the show today. And uh, please, guys, you know, stay tuned for more. So thank you, Derek. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Man. I appreciate you having me. And uh, hopefully people reach out. Thank you. Thank you.